Uh, we're here. We are 10 minutes out, just a blanket of clouds everywhere. All right. We're five minutes out. All you can see is just white below. We're flying over the clouds and go. <clears throat> all right. One minute out, 30 seconds, 10 seconds, ready, you know, turn the sensors on all of a sudden, boom, it just opens up like a, like an eye. And we flew right down, right down the center of that. And not only, I mean, I, instantly the pilot, he turns around and looks at me and I look at him, we're just like, yeah, it's just amazing. But not once, but like 50 times that day did it happen. Welcome back to the Go Vertical podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are very excited to be joined on this episode by uh, Kyle Swanson, uh, who was a navigator uh, in the Air Force on C-130s and then is transitioning or has transitioned into being a roofing contractor. So I think we're going to hear some stories maybe from the military and uh, about the transition into business uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun so we are very excited to have Kyle joining us today. <clears throat> With that being said gentlemen are you ready to go vertical? Let's go. Yes. Awesome. Well Warren do you have a tip of the week for us today? Ooh tip of the week. I have a great tip. Um, didn't think about this but I have a great great tip that I'm giving myself. <laughs> so we had a piece of equipment that needed service. We spray coat commercial roofs and we had a piece of equipment that needed its packings repacked. And so it has leather plastic and metal packings that move up and down every time it pumps. And I used to repack these with my dad. Anyways, my brother and I, so my brother and I run a company together. We both have a ton of work on our plate. We're in the busy season and we have this sprayer and it was raining today. So we both decided to be a good idea to go repack this machine. Well, halfway through we get stuck and so we call the tech and i'm pretty much done have my questions answered and then i asked him how much he would charge me to repack it well he charged me 250 bucks and we spent two of us spent four hours repacking this piece of equipment so my tip of the week is as a business owner do what you are really good at and let a professional do the things that you might not be very good at and for me that was a expensive tip i learned today we did get it done my hands are greasy. We got it done, but I had no business being in the shop fixing that sprayer today. So stick to what you're good at. Hire somebody else to do the rest of it. Nice. I love it. Very good. That's awesome. <laughs> um, well, like I said, we are so excited. Kyle, thank you for taking some time to, to join us on uh, the Go Vertical podcast. Um, we're excited to have you. Um, so... If I can uh, ask, we have a few kind of introductory questions we like to ask our guests. So to get started, can you describe what you do in a sentence or two or give us your elevator pitch? Yeah, currently I work for a roofing company here in Kansas City that we mainly do residential roofing and take care of their uh, needs, right? uh, whether it's a leak or a... a uh, damaged roof that they have or a total roof replacement. So nice. That's what we can do. Yeah. Awesome. So what do you spend most of your time doing day to day? Going out and seeing customers. Yeah. <laughs> so on day to day, yeah, whether we're, uh, just depends on what their need is and what the current call is. And, but we're 
mostly out visiting with customers and uh, just taking care of their needs. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what is one thing that keeps you awake at night? I suppose just making sure that I did everything correct or that I didn't forget something or uh, you think about the next next one coming up. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, lastly, what what do you like to do when you're not working? I like to <clears throat> be with my family. I like to awesome. you know, watch my kids uh, mm -hmm. do their sports. If they're not actively, you know, doing something, you know, spending time with with them, my wife and my kids, and and other extended family as well. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Well. Thank you for sharing. Now we we uh, we know Kyle a little bit better. Um, so thank you for that. So tell us a little bit about how long. Well, first of all, thank you for your service um, and, and being out there watching over us. Um, so tell us a little bit about how long you were in the military and what what did you do? So I initially started in, <clears throat> in 2001, actually right before 9-11 and uh was in officer wow. school when 9 11 happened wow hmm. and uh started in the army was an intel officer in the army and then uh i say i got smart and transferred to the air force and <laughs> so then i became a navigator on a c-130 cargo plane and uh was in for 12 years and okay. uh, spent uh three different times over in afghanistan as a in in the military and also three different times as a civilian contractor <clears throat> Wow. So it was how many times total? Six. Six times total. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Remarkable. So that that's um, really interesting that you kind of were just getting started right before 9-11. And, and that's kind of funny how timely that is, being that this episode is going to come out on September 13th, just a couple of days after the, uh, is it the 21st anniversary? Um, yes. of 9-11. So if we can park on that for just a second, what was that like? I mean, because I remember that day and I, you know, I was, I don't remember, even remember what, how old I was, uh, 11, I think. Um, so I remember, but what was it like for you being, you know, kind of in the military and on the inside, if you will? Yeah, so I was, <clears throat> I was actually in the National Guard and uh, I was at my a civilian job at the time when it happened i was working for a, a welding supplier and we were actually at our lunch break in central time in the united states and mm. i remember coming on on uh on television at that lunchtime and seeing that and then all, all my coworkers who knew that i was in the military and doing my national guard training they say well you're gonna have a good weekend yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I was, and you know, we uh, got to that that training that weekend. And, you know, the guys were like, "Welcome to war, boys." Hmm. And yeah, I mean, it brought it <clears throat> brought it to reality really quick. But it also, um, soon as that happened, go anywhere you went to in your uniform, you were a hero, which was hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah, um, it was it was wow. a good time to be in the military. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Were you married at the time? I was. So we had yeah. just been married one year and uh, then that happened. And our daughter was just born the month wow. earlier. And so, you know, you think, wow, what did we bring our daughter into this world? Yeah. This is crazy. 
course. Wow. Not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> and how long was it till your till your first deployment? Uh, it was actually 2007. Was actually how long it was before I okay. went over to to Afghanistan. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is obviously still definitely in the heat of you know the conflict yes. over there. And yeah, the yeah. First, first first time I went over there, I was involved in a, a three day battle. I, we did a a resupply to our troops behind enemy lines. So, oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, hmm. I'd airdrop them food, water, beans, and bullets. <laughs> Keep them going. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Nick, did you want me to go ahead? Yeah, whenever, whenever. I know you I have, have some, some questions too. I have some, so. some probing I want to do. Yeah, all so right. So you're, you're now a business, you're now in business and you do roofing. And you and I got to spend some time together in the past couple of weeks. I actually just met Kyle for the first time about three weeks ago and uh, welcome him to the commercial roofing side of roofing and roof coatings. And so Kyle and I are looking to work together some in roof coatings, which will be fun. Um, we got to spend some time together. I just heard a few brief stories. And I, like I said, before we got started today, I think there's gonna be a, a couple parts, maybe in a couple months, we can hear some more stories. But yeah. we're gonna be talking about some stories of faith today. Kyle and Nick and I are all believers. And we have faith that God is with us, whether it's with our families, or whether during hard times or in business. And so you have some awesome stories of faith uh, when you from when you were in the military. And I know there's a lot of soldiers, uh, a lot of servicemen who are believers and i know there's a lot of stories out there that maybe they don't really get heard very often and so i'd love to hear your story how god provided and and really spread the sea for you um at times it seems like you know in a little different way um yes. and so I, i'd love to hear kyle um especially the story about the clouds parting you shared that story with me if you could give us a the cliff notes version of that story i know there was a, a lot that went into that but it was really cool and i'd love for our listeners to hear that story yeah Sure, absolutely. So one of the on my last uh, military tour over in Afghanistan, we had our C-130 modified with these uh, special cameras and radars to find roadside bombs and IEDs, hmm. and which was great because you know we find them, we can get them before they blow up our troops, and that was one of the major things that was you know taking the lives of our of our guys. And <clears throat> so we were there and. Um, at the the year we were there there was a large uh, hurricane system that was in the gulf in the persian gulf and it had spilled uh into pakistan and, and also swirled clouds into the country of afghanistan and it was about a week long of clouds and the camera could not penetrate through the clouds to be able to find what we needed to find and being <clears throat> we knew it we knew what the weather forecasted was with the you know technology information we had but yet we still wanted to go out and just see if we could do anything. So my pilot uh, buddy of mine, he was also a believer and he, and we just, I actually looked at him. I said, Hey, you know what? Why don't we ask God to part the clouds for us? Just like he did for Moses in the Red Sea. Yep. And so we just had a simple prayer and we just said, Father, I just ask you to do it in Jesus name. I mean, it, and I you know, it was just simple, nothing. Mm -hmm. And so we, we got the crew together. We took off and, and, we're uh, flying along to our first uh, target area where we're going to look. And uh, we're here we are 10 minutes out, just a blanket of clouds everywhere. All right, we're five minutes out. All you can see is just white below. We're flying over the clouds and go, <clears throat> all right, 
one minute out, 30 seconds, 10 seconds, ready, you know, turn the sensors on, all of a sudden, boom, it just opens up like a like an eye. And we flew right down, right down the center of that. And not only, I mean, I, instantly the pilot, he turns around, and looks at me, and I look at him, we're just like, uh, it's just amazing, but not once, but like 50 times that day did it happen to where it were just like that. Wow. And we were able to find more stuff than we'd ever found before. And we, uh, so we got back and to our base and landed and, and we had the, uh, intelligence analyzing team there to, to see the stuff that we saw. And they said, they asked us, Hey, how'd it go today? Oh, it was amazing. And they couldn't believe it. They're like, yeah, whatever. So no, seriously, how'd that happen? I said, well, we asked God to part the clouds for us. And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then, then, you know, the proof was in the video. I mean, mm -hmm. it was there. Wow. And God did it. And, and, you know, it helped help save lives and not, and not only this time. So then we alternated crews every other day because of the amount of hours that we spent flying and doing this. And the crew, next crew went the next day and they didn't get anything because those clouds were still there. So now fast forward, it's day three. And we looked, I looked at the pilot and I looked at him and dude, let's pray and ask God to do it again. And so we did, and it happened, <clears throat> and this time it was even more. So then we came back, shared the same same message, the same story. Hey, man, God did it again. Like, wow. <laughs> and so the, then the crew, the fourth day, so now it's the fourth day, mm -hmm. they said, hey, will you guys pray with us? And we're like, like, yeah. And so we prayed them, same thing. God just has you to do it again for them, just like you did for us. And he did it again. So three times, three different times. And we found more stuff in those three days than we, than we found anywhere else and any time before. And I mean, there's, you know, roadside bombs, IEDs, weapons, caches, different things. I mean, we, it was amazing what God allowed us to find and, and to help save our, our troops lives. Hmm. Um, wow. That is, uh, I mean, you could say unbelievable, but I mean, if you are a believer, it is believable. Uh, yeah, but it I mean, is I, it's literally like the seas being parted it's yeah it's amazing. You, you can't, i can't explain it any other way mm -hmm. i mean our you know technology and radar says and you know with the weather says oh yeah you, it's clouds everywhere you won't be able to see anything mm -hmm. nothing's impossible wow. for good that's incredible that's right that's right and so did you see like did you see like that story like those those couple pilots that asked you to pray for them did did they like, do you know if like they started their faith journey from that or do you, did you stay in touch with them or like, did they see it as a miracle or did they just, did they actually realize what happened or? You know, if I, if I you know, think back to that, it was, it was pretty eye opening for them. Um, I mean, we had a hundred, a team of like a hundred troops that were just a part of our team. Um, and I think there, it was, it was an eye opener now, whether or not they're, you know, that was initiated, you know, their faith or, but I know, you know, someone probably already had a relationship with the Lord. Someone may have been shallow and some may have been deeper, but I definitely mm -hmm. think it was, it was awesome for them to see and just like, wow, God, God helped us. Yeah. So we're talking to a bunch of business owners and there's many days where it's cloudy when you, yeah. when you run a business owner, when you're, mm -hmm. when you're a business owner, yeah. when you're managing a company. It is sometimes so cloudy, you feel like you can't see anything, like you're almost wasting your time up there. And and I know you have many stories. Um, and, and you and I talked about like 
there's two kinds of believers. One is just like, well, I got to go work my job and we'll see what happens. But the other, the other side of that is like, if we have really have faith and we call or feel like we're called to provide for our families by having a, let's say a roofing company or a digital marketing company like Nick has, um, and it's cloudy and we pray, you and I talked a little bit about this. I think you might have a verse to go along with this, but God actually wants to part the clouds and give us good gifts. Like yes. it's actually really cool to think about. It's not like he's like, well, you got to work so you can eat. Yes, you do. But he also, he's just like waiting. He wants to see you succeed. Yeah. And so I want you to share a little bit about that as far as even in business, um, when you're out making a sales call or when, you know, you feel like you're kind of in a rut, um, yeah. what, what that might look like. So, you know, Psalms 37, four says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And some people may, yeah, well, that's, you know, that was only for then, you know, or God doesn't do that today, but he does. Mm-hmm. And I, I've even seen it in my work. I mean, there's been windy days, you know, and Jesus was on the boat with his disciples and he, you know, he said, peace, be still. Um, and he even said the greater things shall we do than he did. And, I, you know, yeah. so I, I just, wind started picking up and there was, there was, uh, old 15 pound felt on this roof and it was going to be a mess if it wind picked up start blowing that stuff off i just i'm walking around helping pick up a little bit and i'm like lord i said can you please just make this wind go around us and as i'm walking picking up debris that falling off the roof i'm walking to the other side and all of a sudden i'm like i'm on the other side of the house i'm like wait they like stop blowing it's not blowing anymore i was like wow God, you are awesome. I mean, and it, it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a person. I mean, my personal story. I don't know how else to describe yep. it. I mean, it happened in my mm-hmm. life. It happened on a job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's it. It's like we sometimes separate like our work from church and work from our faith. And maybe you're listening to this and you're not even a believer, but most of the, our listeners, I believe, are you know conservative Americans who are believers. And maybe you don't really involve God in your business and just something so simple. Like he didn't, he didn't like command God to do it. He just asked God, he said, I have faith that you would stop the wind. And he did. And so like, we're working on roofs. First of all, we had to pray for safety and for our crew's safety. Like Mm -hmm. it is extremely dangerous up there. And, you know, for Nick, you know, he's sitting behind a computer, but he has to have pray for health and focus and clarity of mind so that he can work on websites and marketing. Um, we all have things that we, we have to make God a partner in our business. I really think we do. They have to be our co-pilot. God has to be our co-pilot. And I read a book once called uh, God Owns My Business by Stanley Tan. It's an old book. I think I'm saying that right. Stanley something, but it was called God Owns My Business. And he actually, he actually got, a lawyer to write up an agreement that God owned 51% of his business. That way he could never sell it. And 51% of their profits went to charity. But anyways, the point was like, <clears throat> the point was like, make God part of your business every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if times are tough, you're like, God, let's do this. I need your help. I'm weak. You're strong. Like give yeah. me your strength. And if yeah. times are really good, we give God the glory for that. When the wind yeah. stops blowing, we give God the glory for that. And so, spending time with you, it was very evident to me that God is a partner in your business. Like you make, you make that part of your life. And it got me like, it inspired me to like, even be more that way. Like 
every part of my business, before I go to a business meeting, before I have a big decision to make, before I sign a contract, like pray about it. And it's something that I think we can all do a whole lot more of. And it makes the hard times a little less tough and it makes the really good times a little less prideful. And um, so, yeah, that's, and Nick, you can chip in on this too, but I think as we go along on our entrepreneur journey, we have to have faith or we can't really do it in ourselves. I mean, it's, it's tough. Let's, if we're being honest, it's, it's tough to be a business owner. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I got, I got really? one more. I mean, unless you're, yeah, gonna... yeah go for no, it. No, no. So, uh, let's, let's have another one. Matthew 7 11. 7 11. It's easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you talked about family and good gifts. You know, it, it's the scripture that says, if you then, though you're evil, when we're worldly and evil, know how to give good gifts to our own children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? I mean, it's just right there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think we sometimes forget to ask, or maybe we're, oh, I got this. We're too, too proud to ask. Mm-hmm. But if we just, you know, can remember that, you know, and it's just simple. It's like, God, I need your help. You know, yeah. can you help me today? Lord, I'm going in to get this contract signed. Will you just ask that you help me? Or I got a got a grumpy customer. Hey, God, team, ask that you'll help with this, and you'll just bring peace mm-hmm. to the situation, and it'll go smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, just ask him. I mean, because he can do things that we can't even see in the flesh, yeah. <laughs> but he, can, you know, he just boom, he does it, yep. and it's like, oh. And and I also think like the customers can feel that when you come in. Yeah. And if you're all stressed out and worried, they're going to feel that and it's going to make them nervous. But if you come in confident and like, obviously, if you're, if you have faith, you're going to go in confidently. And I think the customers are going to see that too. And it it might help avoid that situation with the grumpy customer just by your body language. And obviously your spirit and your demeanor when you come in there, I think, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, I mean, We have, and we, you and I could, this is a whole nother topic, but we talked about using our gifts and like not bearing our gifts. Um, but God gave us gifts. Some are things, but other gifts he gave us are talents mm-hmm. and skill sets and like work ethic and whatever that is, or he gave us those things. He gave us the skill to work with our hands or to do sales or to do, you know, give customer service or whatever. Like he, that's a gift he gave us. We have to ask for it, but he gives us those gifts. And it's not always just things or money or a job. It's like he gives us things to use. So, yeah, well, this is this has been fun. Um, and I know that that you have a, a big you mentioned it the, in the introduction that you have, you know, you like to spend time with your family when they're playing sports yep. and you have a son who is playing football tonight. Yes. And I think we have time for this, but there's a faith story that goes with your son. I think that can be a that'd be a great uh, quick final faith story. And then I'm going to turn it back to Nick, but tell us a little bit about, um, I believe it was your son that was kind yes. of a miracle baby. I'd love yes. to hear about that. Yeah. So uh, had our daughter, <clears throat> of course, 21 years ago, right before 9-11. And then we had five years uh, of nothing. We even, In that time, we even had a couple of miscarriages. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one day, I was so we were at church on a Sunday. And the guy met us in the foyer right right before we left the church after church service. I don't even remember seeing this guy before, and I never saw him after this time. But he stopped my wife and I in the foyer and he said, Hey, I feel like I have a word from God. And I looked at my wife, I'm like, Okay. And he said, 
you've been praying for God to give you a child. And I looked at my wife and I looked back at him and I said, yes. And he said, you want a son, don't you? And I, I started tearing up because I, I really did. And he said, as your act of faith, God wants you to go out and buy some baby boy clothes and baby boy toys, put them in your mm -hmm. room and start thanking the Lord every day for the son that he's going to give you. And one year later, our son was born. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's, he's 16 years old now. And yeah, it's truly a gift from God. And it's just amazing. Um, that gift. And, and he's that, playing and football was, tonight. Yeah, he's playing football tonight. 6'3", 200 pounds. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Um, but not only, you know, did he gift us, you know, that gift God gave with us, that talent <clears> we're talking about, but we've, we've shared that story with three other couples and just asked the God to do it again. If you look at the, the Hebrew in the word testimony, you look that up, it says it means that God will do it again. And so we, we've shared that story with three other couples and asked them to do it again. And, and God has blessed them with two other, each couple with two other children that couldn't wow. before. So God did it again. And it wasn't, I mean, he said, God did it. It wasn't yeah. us. It's just, he's a good God and he wants to bless us. He wants to give us good gifts. Yeah. Into that. That's so awesome. Wow. This is a, uh... I mean, this, this episode might get reported for fake news. Yeah. Uh, I, I love to hear these stories. I mean, you're, you're just yeah. a, a roofer from Kansas city. And I think a lot of people, a lot of Christians have faith stories. And so it's really, I, I really appreciate you being willing to share this to the public today. Um, yes. And it's kind of looked down on it, you know, like nowadays people doubt everything because we are fed so many lies. Yeah. And so for, to hear your faith stories, I'm sure will help many people build their, their faith and, um, before I turn this back to Nick, what's, what's one tip or one thing you would say to a business owner, um, who's maybe a little shallow in their faith or like, they'd like to make God more like, like part of their business. Um, what, what, I mean, how do you, how do you make God part of your business? We talked about that already, but maybe we have a listener who's like, man, I just need to have more faith. Just ask God for boldness and mm. and to take away the fear because i think there's a lot of times we we're afraid to share that because of the society and what's going on all around us we're afraid of the backlash or what we're going to get um but yeah i guess i just found a few be just, bold yeah be bold ask god for boldness to help you and the opportunities um you know you pray say hey not hey god i'm going here to do this work will you go with me it's like god where are you working and can I go with you? Hmm. Hmm. Or can wow. I be where you can I be where you are? Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Wow. That uh <clears throat> it makes me think a little bit about just kind of a, a way I changed how I pray a few months ago. I used to pray, God, you know, God help me to trust you with my business. Help me to trust you, help me to trust you. Yeah. And I kind of realized that that's not right. I changed my prayer to God, I trust you today. I trust mm -hmm. you today. Instead of like saying, help me, just, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. why would I ask? Yeah. Like, I just need to trust him. Right. And that's kind of your thing. Like you just started believing, started buying boy clothes. You know, it just, sometimes yeah. we need to, sometimes we just need to step out in faith and just take that step and say, I'm just going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. Well, Nick, as we wrap up, 
Uh, you guys, you got some, some quick questions for Mr. Kyle here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump Kyle into our lightning round. So okay. just, uh, some quick questions here. So as fast as you can answer, I'll ask them. Um, but, uh, what is, what's the number one thing any contractor needs to know? Be truthful and honest. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Uh, what's the best thing you've done to find new customers? Hmm. Ask for referrals. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Great. Uh, how do you stop competing on price? Don't worry about it. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say, just do it. Just say, just, yeah. I don't know. I don't worry about it. Good. Um, what is your favorite tool or system you use in business? Favorite system or tool? Uh, I like our, um, oh, organization system. It's called, uh, AccuLinks. Okay. It's, uh, it, it helps. Like a CRM? Yes. Yep. yep. It's real easy to use and I mean, it's great for roofers. Awesome. Great. Uh, what is the number one thing you can do to differentiate yourself? Communication. Mm. That's good. And That's to good. communicate, be, be there when you say you're going to be there. And if you can't be there, make sure you communicate. And that communication is huge because a lot of people don't do it. If you just communicate, uh, it's just it's volumes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, man, that was great. That's all the quite my lightning round. That was that was awesome. Um, so what? Now that we've kind of talked a little about about who you are and where you've been, um, curious to hear what what's coming up in your future. Is, is there anything in the next three to four months that that you're excited about? Uh, my daughter plays volleyball at University of Illinois, and it's her senior year. The uh, the final four is in Omaha, Nebraska, and so I'm I'm hoping and praying that she gets to be there. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome! Awesome. So yeah. And when yeah. when is the final four? Uh, it's in December. Oh, okay. So yeah, yep. October Man, playoffs will start like. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. But uh, other than that, you know, just to, to finish the year, the good year with our, our company and, and that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, so how can, as we kind of wind down here, uh, how can people reach out if, if this tweaks someone's interest and they want to talk more about um, faith or business or, or anything else that you talked about today? Uh, can people reach out on Facebook or email or anything? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on Facebook, and uh, I also have a, uh, a personal construction uh, email. I guess it, it's G, the letter G, number two, G, C O N S T for construction abbreviation at gmail.com. The G2E stands for yep. Yep, stands for Glory to God Construction. Mm. Love it at, at gmail.com. 
Awesome. Um, yeah. So if they want to send out a personal message out there um, or ask questions, or whatever. And if there's somebody listening in the Kansas City area, you would be glad to service them and, you know, with you know, roofing, whether it's commercial, residential, yes. they can reach out to you. It's great. Yes, absolutely. That awesome. that way we're, um, you know, Mike, our, our company, I don't know if I give that here or what, yes, no. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, okay. yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Vernco Roofing, V V E R N C O Roofing. So, yeah. Awesome. And you guys are actually in like four states, I believe. Yes. Four or five in, states. Yep. Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, and Missouri currently. So, yeah. So if you have a roof in one of those states, you can even reach out to Kyle for that and he'll hook you up with either him or one of his colleagues will come out and take a look at, at your roof. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, um, if I can get one last bit of advice out of you, one thing that I think we'll have to have you on, cause I think it'd be interesting to get into lessons that you kind of maybe learned in the military that help your business journey. Um, but what is one piece of advice you would give from everything you've learned that you would give any entrepreneur who's trying to start or grow their own business? I guess, one, so one thing I learned in the military and being in this, uh, in Afghanistan, so you're over there and you're, you're, you're having to make decisions to help somebody else. And a lot of times, you know, with new technology and the younger guys coming through, uh, they want to text or they want to email but so much gets lost in that communication where it's text or email. And if you, anytime you can actually verbal, verbally call, then the best is just face-to-face communication. Mm. If you can have that face-to-face communication. Not only can you, you know, read physical signs and things, what a person is saying or not saying, um, but they can read you as well. And then get to know you personally, you get to know them personally a little bit because otherwise you hide behind a text, you hide behind an email, communication gets lost. I mean, when you're over there in Afghanistan, you miss one little thing, somebody could die. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, that was huge. So if you translate that into your business world, you know, something gets lost. Okay. Maybe you lose a deal. Maybe it's a million dollar deal. Now you lost it because of some little communication error versus if you were there personally face to face with hmm. someone, especially if it's that big of a deal. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's great That's advice. Awesome. I agree a hundred percent. You're right on. Yeah. I just think of how many times I've, communicate with somebody electronically and have a perception in my mind of what I think they're like or look like. And then I meet them and it's totally different from what I thought. And that's exactly like you don't actually know someone until you are sitting in front of them and talking to them. That's, that's great. You know, take that, you know, step further, you know, most of your homeowners or business owners or these people who have the money or you're going to be working with are that older generation are those Mm -hmm. people who love to communicate in that personal way. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what they're used to. And then, man, if you, you know, if you're, if you're younger, if you can do that, I mean, that's speaks volumes to them mm-hmm. as well. It's great advice. Yeah. That's awesome. You might've beat your tip of the week, Warren. <laughs> I think he did. That's right. We started warm and we ended hot. Yeah, that's right. That's the way we want to do it. We we're going vertical. <laughs> that stuck through the, right. till the end. Yeah. This got- podcast <laughs> was going up. So yeah, that's exactly right. If, if that's <laughs> all you took away this week, Go communicate in person. Yeah. Go shake some hands. Yeah. That's right. That's awesome. Whew. All right. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for taking some time and uh, joining us. This this was uh, awesome. Uh, a little shorter than usual, but jam-packed with some really 
really just inspiring um, uh, stories and also just solid business advice. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Uh, this has been fantastic. Um, thank you to our listeners uh, for tuning in every week and helping support this podcast. Um, we love you guys and are so happy for your support. Uh, remember, as always, to follow or subscribe. Um, share it with a friend. That's a good challenge for this week. Share share uh, this podcast with a buddy um, who you think might be encouraged by it. Um, and, of course, uh, give us a, a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts. Um, with that being said, until next time, let's go vertical. Right. Let's go vertical. I hope your son wins tonight, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm.